you're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice. I'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk, making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down to earth approach to business and spirituality. Tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose. If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, it's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. Welcome, everybody. Today, oh my gosh, I have to compose myself. I just like made myself crack up just as soon as we pressed record. <laughs> so I guess that's a good thing. So yeah. today we are, for the Aligned Unstoppable podcast, we are broadcasting this live. We're podcasting this live. So if you're listening to the episode, we're airing this in early June. You can also watch this episode over on my YouTube channel, emilyarons.com forward slash YouTube. And basically what I've done is I've petitioned my friend, Lysandra, to <laughs> come on live with me. We do, we've had this plan and I've been really getting excited because she just launched the Journaling Club uh, both on Instagram and she has a beautiful website. Of course, your website is like so dialed in. Oh my God. <laughs> So, Sandra, I want to talk about how you started it, but first, let's kind of backtrack about really, I mean, we, we met each other at a live event in November. Basically, it was this like creepy experience where I saw Lysandra at this like bar that we were having breakfast and coffee at. And I was like, she's got her stuff together and she's so gorgeous. Like uh, I start talking to her like, Hey, do you, uh, you go into this thing? And she happened to say, yes, we clicked really fast, became fast friends. And we found yeah. all these like, crazy synchronicities. Like we're both cancers and our husbands are both Capricorns and mm-hmm. like, she has two girls. I have two boys. They're kind of similar ish in like age. So we, we just kind of like clicked with each other. And yeah. this is kind of the first time we've done anything together on a professional level. So I'm really, I'm really happy to have you here. So welcome. so happy. thank you. <laughs> I love so, that. Yeah. Tell everybody sort of your your background and sort of what brought you to this point where you started the journaling club. So my background, I work with entrepreneurs, established entrepreneurs with their personal brands. And one of the, the first exercises I take my clients through is a journaling exercise. And I do that and I did that because when like anything that I believe that like anything you're trying to like bring out into the world, whether it's your brand you kind of have to like do the inner work first. You kind of have to figure out like, why haven't you been doing this? What's in your way? What is it that you actually want? And so like, I take them through journaling to kind of like explore that. And I have them write because it's not like a professional experience. It's a personal experience. And so that's kind of like where it started of just like me, like actually having people journal. And I like Mm. would always just see like, this is like, energetic or it's like a mindset thing it's not about like the branding or anything physical it's always something internal and I was just thinking like if they had done this work if they were journaling they wouldn't need me like if they were like to do (laughs) do this work themselves like I think so many more people would be way more confident they'll position themselves better and they would be able to like navigate life like as a higher version of themselves And so I, all of like 2021, 2020, I was just like, I need a product. I need something where when you're working with clients, there's only so many clients that you can take. And Mm -hmm. so I really wanted something that I could reach more people and help more people without giving of my time because, you know, like there's no way I could. Yeah. So it just, I was like, wait, it's journaling. And so at first I was thinking about the journals and what they would look like and having it be prompted. Then I was, I kind of realized like most of my clients also already journal, but sometimes you need guidance to get deeper. And sometimes you need 
perspective to think of things in a way you wouldn't normally because if you're trying to change or trying to grow or trying to discover something you can't do it with the same level of consciousness that you're always at you need to be able to think differently or for something to spark a new train of thought or a new pattern of thought and so like I'm like the real gem for me is creating the guidance Mm. and creating the platform where you can explore that Mm. I kind of like think of it like the calm of journaling like you know that meditation app like that's like how I see it in my head like this is like where you go if you want to get like a deeper experience or if you want to start because if the reason you're not journaling is because you don't know what to write or how to start then at least here you have something that can guide you through that so like that's kind of like the trajectory of the inspiration for it and like the intention for the journaling club. But you've been you've been a journaler like your whole life. My you whole life, naturally, yeah, have been so inclined, and you work everything out on page. I um, mean, like I, I, I have boxes of notebooks. Like it started out with just like notebooks, and like it started from a really young age. Like I would draw, I would draw like what my house would look like. Like maybe when I was like eight years old, I would like draw what my like house would look like, how many rooms it would have. I would decorate the rooms. I would make lists of places I wanted to go. Like I was like doing all of this, like manifesting stuff before manifesting was even a thing. Right. And I, I was just always like, I was always seeing things and I always needed a way to put it on paper. Yeah. And like paper was the, put it out of my head and paper was the yeah. only thing that like worked or felt good for me. Um, and I think, I've always been doing it and like it's all it's evolved over time. And I think I've gotten really good at like knowing what to do, like what styles, like whether to draw or to write or like questions or just free journaling. Like yeah. I've like really I'm a pro at this. Like I know you are. Doing. You totally are. <laughs> well, and I think that you said you about your dream house. And I know back in my dating years, I would order up boyfriends basically I would be like all right I didn't like x y and z about this person yeah so we're gonna make sure to do the opposite on the next person yeah specific <laughs> with what I want <laughs> and like I would tell my girlfriends like you just need to order them up like literally write down what you want on paper and then it yeah. shows up yeah. and I didn't really understand what I was doing at that time I was just like I think I'm magical yeah. and I love how it worked and I love the result of course yeah and I have to say my husband is like all of the things on my list minus like he's a little bit short and I had somebody a little bit taller on my list but like <laughs> that. I'm okay if you yeah. can be kind and generous and loving and you know all the other things align I can I can handle it he's just a little short And you know what, like to add to that, like it's the same for me of just kind of like being clear on what it is that you want, but also I think how it works, the universe, God, whatever you call it, is just kind of like, there are things we don't get from other people or other things because those are the things we're meant to give to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And like anything that my husband doesn't give to me, I've found is like the thing that I need to give most to myself. And it just like, so sometimes like you don't always get everything that you want. You just get what you need. And then you kind of like fill in like the, your work is to like fill in the rest for yourself. For sure. And as soon as you said that the light in your room, just like went. Yeah. (laughs) I totally agree. So I would love to hear some more journaling prompts because as much as I am a journaler, I'm not like your level of journaling. I, I, I'm like, I, I do it. I, what happens to me is I comes in like bursts. Mm-hmm. So, and I would love to, this, we do have some live viewers. So hi, everybody who is here live with us. Definitely hi. drop some hearts for us and hit the share button. Let people know that we are here and invite your friends if they want to join with this journaling for abundance exercise we're about to do. Yeah. So what I typically do is I have moments where I'll sit down, like I know I need to sit in journal and I'll get into the energy of my space. Right. And then I'll sometimes do like automatic writing where I'll just flow from spirit and let whatever comes through, come through. And in those circumstances, sometimes my handwriting even changes or like Mm -hmm. the way that I'm holding the pen changes. And then I have times where I have like Spirit like just dumps a bunch of stuff on me and I'm just like, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, when they're running out of the shower, it's like, go grab your journal to write it down. Yeah. 
right, right, exactly. But what you're talking about with specific journal prompts that take you a little bit deeper and to uncover parts of you, I feel like that's what's missing for me. And so Mm -hmm. I would really love to learn more about your style and, and how you kind of get more in depth. Yeah. So what you're saying is like you do more of like the free journaling, inspired journaling. So whenever something comes to you, and I get that too, there's times when like, I'm not thinking and I'm just like knowing and flowing and just writing what's coming to me. And that's great. Those, what do you call that? Like receiving those things are like from high of a higher place, right? Mm -hmm. But my type of journaling, or I like to consider it like more about discovery and shifting is managing yourself daily. And if you're only journaling when you're inspired to do it, like there's a big gap between like what's actually going on with your life on a day-to-day. How are you feeling every day? And so you want to get in the practice of having it be something you're doing regularly, just like taking a shower or brushing your teeth. It's just something that you are doing as maintenance or mental hygiene that you're training yourself to build up awareness, right? And you want to be able to do it consistently. And so you can do that with prompts by being, you know, answering specific questions or exploring a theme. And I think once you're able to do that, then you'll be able to, once you learn all those techniques and you learn how to like navigate through like gratitude, self-love, like understanding yourself, then you'll be able to tap into how you're feeling and like express that. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able, like right now, I don't do prompts me as like the type of, I'm like a pro journaler, let's just call it that. I always free journal, but I've built myself up to a place where like, now I need to think, I, now I need to practice gratitude or today I need to love myself more or, oh, I just understood this thing about myself. I need to change the way that I'm, you know, like navigating through making decisions. Mm-hmm. Like for example, yesterday I was struggling with making a decision and I had to remind myself, like, remember, I'm not a, you're not a spontaneous person. You need time to sit and like let things just feel good to you before you act on it. And like you're rushing your process. Yeah. And I was able to talk myself down because I have my journals where I'm like, this is not how you make decisions. Yeah. And so when you're getting inspired, you know, when you're getting like inspired journaling thoughts, that's one thing. But like the day-to-day management of yourself where you can talk yourself through things or resolve yeah. things or navigate in your best way, you need to practice connecting with yourself on a consistent basis so you can give yourself that proof of like, this is how I do things. This is my way of doing things. Yes. I love that. Getting to know yourself. Are you a manifester or are you a manifester? I'm a projector. You're a projector. Okay. Fascinating. So see, I'm like qualified. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To tell you what to do. Yes, exactly. I can see things. Exactly. Um, But I like with that consistency piece. And Mm. I feel like sometimes we use our relationships, whether it be friendships or family, you know, to have those outlets for like, I know some people talk to like, for instance, like their mother every single day, because their mother is that journal for them. It's like a human version. But that consistent piece. And I actually am glad that you said that because I know when I started using my journal more daily, it was really in a darker place of my life where I was trying to process things without contacting my parents when I was younger of like, I can work this out. And like, maybe I'm not going to call them to help me with through this. And when you journal, you're right. You do get to know yourself and your yeah. patterns. And when it is, see, it's never been a habit for me. Like what you're talking about, it's never been a, ha- a habit, but when I yeah. have it consistently, I see better results. Yeah. And I think if there's no other benefit that you get from journaling, it's being able to be everything to yourself is the, is the most powerful, empowering, magical thing to experience. Because when you are your first point of contact, when you are the person who like, when you can soothe yourself, when you can be your own hype man, when you can be the person you want to tell first when something good happens to you, when I tell you like that will change how you feel just being by yourself and then it will transform your relationships because then when you're connecting with people you love, your friends, your family, you're, you don't need them. 
And there's you don't burden them with needing them or they don't need to be there for you and then you can enjoy them. And that's to me like there's times when like I'm going through dealing, working through something and like my husband is like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't need you right now. I just need to work through this. And he's oh. like, all right. Cause he's the same. Like he, yeah. he doesn't burden me. He doesn't talk to me about like problems before he works through them himself. Like I always hear about it after. Like, and it's the same with him. Like I, I tell him, you know, I was working through this and we've like nurtured or developed in our relationship, how to give each other space when we're working through things and we don't judge it. Like, I can't talk to you right now. I can't be here for you right now. I can't, like, engage with you right now because I am dealing with some shit. But if I communicate with you from this place, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the best version of me. Okay. Or I'm not going to say things from, like, a place of just, like, health or wellness or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of want to just do your work to mm-hmm. make your relationships feel and flow better but also just so like you're just be responsible for yourself mm-hmm. um no one needs to be there for you because no one is like an expert on you like you are the best expert on you like nobody knows you the way you know yourself and yeah. I feel like journaling is just I think the best way because like here's like meditating I used to meditate but the thing with meditating is there's no archive like you can't go back to like the thought you had three days ago you can't go back to like the feeling you had six months ago what did I feel again like how do I what did I what was the like revelation like what was my aha moment like you forget yeah it's on paper go back you date your journal so you know like on September the 6th 2020 this is how I was feeling I made this shift this is the letter that I wrote to myself and you literally have proof yeah and that's, that's where I feel like journaling is superior like the superior mindfulness managing yourself tool oh for sure. I'm having all the feels <laughs> right now. My whole body is lit up. The comments are going nuts. But everything is so empowering. And you said, be everything to yourself. Know yourself. And even how your relationship with your husband, like neither one of you go to each other when you're in that static state. Yeah, no. You have to work through it first. And who wants to deal with other people? Like, like I don't like, I tell my friends all the time, you can talk to me when you want to talk about solutions. Do not come to me with problems. Because if you want to come and complain, I am not the friend for you. Yes. I have done that in the past. And I felt drained. And it's just been exhausting. And I've seen my friend's name pop up on my screen. I'm like, ugh. Like, who wants to deal with other people's shit? Like, I already have my own shit to deal with. Right. And I just feel like, <laughs> go sort it out. We can talk through it. Like, if you're stuck on something, and that's the energy. It's like... It's not to say you're friends or you're not going to be there for people or people can't be there for you, but it's more about getting perspective is different from like, I need you to save me. Right. 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 Like I need your help. Perpetual problem. Exactly. I have this problem. problem. It's like, yeah, well now I'm like your therapist or I'm like your coach. And like, also I've noticed a tendency with people who come with problems don't tend to come up with solutions for themselves. So (laughs) if you, like my sister will call me and she'll be like, this is the problem. This is what I'm thinking. And that excites me because then like now we're like troubleshooting and like we're working through things and like we're exploring solutions, but she's not crying. And she's not like, oh, like, you know, I'm just, I can't, I can't. can't." Don't cry to me. (laughs) I will not. Handle, handle weird, like handle weird. And I just think it's like the responsible thing to do. I think that's how we are meant to navigate our lives. Um, I think we're meant to give and not take. And I think we, I think when we do our work first, we're able to give and connect with people in a way that just feel good, you know? Amen. Yeah. I think this has really opened up the conversation on a deeper level to show the benefits. And I mean, even the comments, somebody was like, why the F are we not doing this? Like, why are we not doing this? Yeah, it's like yeah. every life skill that we actually should be taught how to do to process our own emotions. But instead, we are more enforced on being the victims of our life and staying in the problems and feeding those problems. Yeah. I need that message today. Yeah, I think we all do. I yeah. am. I am so excited about. I mean, I'm like quote cards. There's so many quote cards coming out of mouth <laughs> right now. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, but, but this is really demonstrating your depth of knowledge and how much you've taken journaling to that next level, which is why it's so important for people who are new to it 
or who aren't as, you know, intentional the way that you are and how you use it really to get to know yourself, to elevate your life as well as to help your clients elevate their life as well as their brand um, to help you be the guide to show people sort of, this is the way that we can utilize it best. Yeah. I think it really all just comes down to like, there's this law, the law of correspondence. And I think that it says whatever, like your inner life informs your outer life. So Mm. basically like whatever's going on inside of you is what's going to translate on the outside of you. And so I think a lot of times like we, we focus on like what we're physically seeing, like, I don't like where I live or my job sucks or my relationships are, you know, not the way I want them to be. And we focus on like what's already manifested. We focus on what already exists, but we don't realize that we actually have the power to go inside of ourselves and like navigate like, all right, if you keep attracting the same type of partner, what does that say about me? What is it that, what is my energy communicating? What am I drawn to? Because, and here's why that's important. Like just use the relationship for an example. If you aren't doing your work, like as I said before, whatever is lacking in your life, you're meant to give to yourself. So if you are not doing that work to fill that gap, fill whatever it is that you're lacking, you're going to look for it from somebody else. Mm. And that's not, you're not going to find like codependency, things like that. Like you're, you're skipping your work and then you're imprinting on someone else to fill this hole that's in your, you know, energy or whatever. And it's just kind of like, it's not healthy. And it's the same with like work. Like when you, when you don't love yourself enough, you put yourself in situations where people don't appreciate you. And like you perpetuate that energy of just like, I don't appreciate myself. I'm, I don't see myself as worthy. So let me just like, this situation is fine because this is also a situation where I'm not worthy. Yeah. And so when you start to do your work, it just transforms the way you also navigate what happens on the outside. Like I love myself so much. I will not get on a call with you before 11 o'clock. Yes. Like that's just like that's just how I am. Yeah. Like like if I love myself so much, like you will not talk to me about your problems. I love myself so much, like I will disappear for three months if that you start making choices because mm. of how you start treating yourself mm. and that connection you have with yourself. And you kind of want it to be almost like there's a physical version of you that you're connecting with, right? Mm. It's like, it's like an, another person sitting across from you. You want to connect to yourself deeply where you almost feel yourself as a separate entity from yourself. I know that sounds so crazy, but for me, it's like Lysandra is, there's me that you're seeing and then there's this other, (laughs) sounds so crazy. But I I mean, we know each other. (laughs) You know what the crazy thing here and I say, this isn't crazy. Keep going. I just want the connection with yourself to feel tangible. Like there's another version. And so like, like journaling tip, like what I'll do, I'll talk to myself in third person. So Mm. I'll write when I'm, so when I'm writing, okay, so there's two forms of writing. When I'm just like writing out an idea, it's I, like, I want to do this today. I think that this was really cool. I want to try this, da, da, da. But when I'm like trying to speak to myself and connect with myself and like want to engage in a conversation with myself, I'll say, Lysandra you should have done this. That wasn't okay. You know better. Like just to should give you an example. So like I'll talk to myself in third person. And so when I'm rereading my journals, it's me talking back to me because I'm reading you. Yeah. So it's like, you need to remember, you should do da, da. You never did that. And like, so it helps me to kind of like see myself like- All separate. Yeah, as like separately. And yeah. then that way- you're able to kind of like get a different vantage point of yourself. Because mm. when you're so close to yourself, when, if you're always looking forward, you're not seeing yourself. But when you can kind of like become a mirror for yourself, then you're able to like really see like, you know, every single time a problem comes up, you shut down and you stop talking or mm. you need to stop doing that. And this is how I think you should, you can give yourself advice. Like you can literally like start managing yourself because then you have a different, like you're a mirror of yourself now. And I think talking to yourself in third person is like a super easy way to like start like cultivating that tangible connection to yourself. I love that. Well, I feel like what you're saying, what you're articulating is you're speaking 
from your higher self. Yeah. Your yeah. higher self is like, listen, yes. like, I'm going to tell you what you've been doing and how mm-hmm. you can fix it because you're not you. And as your higher self shows up and then, the, and I mean, I'd obviously, I talk about alignment. So we're aligning our goals, our dreams, our aspirations to that best life ever, that most successful person ever. But you're kind of saying from journaling prompt, you're speaking to yourself from your higher self. You're yes. You're speaking as your higher self, as an embodied higher self. Yeah. And really your journaling process allows you to be that embodied higher self because you know yourself so well. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, also what you're saying, what you said a few minutes ago was all about the boundaries that you create because of how much you have cultivated this yeah. self-love. Thank and- you. It's like almost like it's impossible not to have these boundaries because then you are like, you constantly feel like this buzzer is going off every time you violate who you know you are, like what you know your standards are. Like the more you journal and the more you like cultivate this connection to yourself, like it's almost like an autopilot of just like, no, I don't do that. That's not like, that's not how I operate. And then you can walk away from things or pursue things with more confidence because you're just like, no, this is how I, this is my way of doing things. Yeah. And I feel like finding your way of doing things is also like another benefit of just kind of like, yeah, it looks differently from a lot of other people, but I am different from a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And I think journaling helps you to figure out what those differences are. Because yeah. I think we live in a world where everything is just like, this is how we do things. And this is the, and like with like astrology and human design and all of these modalities where we can like explore or design and like, or makeup and like, or profiles. I think it kind of just shows you we're not all meant to operate the same way. And mm-hmm. not everyone is going, like everyone has like, I guess a different modality that like they like relate to or like they're drawn to, but journaling is just like, it's the one thing where like, this is your way of like exploring and expressing like who you are mm-hmm. and how, you know, like navigating through that. When mm-hmm. you discover that, like, for example, I, I don't know what number it is, but like one of my gates or open centers, that's how I discovered the thing about being spontaneous. Like I'm not meant to navigate that way. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Cause every time I do, I have the worst anxiety. And so I need to sit on things. And yeah. so like, you're able to like, adrenaline works with everything else like every other modality because like I'm a cancer like I know how I process emotions and I know like the sensitivity that I have and like I have to like prioritize relationships that respect my sensitivity and Mm -hmm. so it just it helps you to like write things down that you don't want to forget and like Mm -hmm. to create that profile for yourself for you to explore like okay so if I'm sensitive, how do I need to process through life? And if I am someone who's not spontaneous, how do I make decisions? Mm. And so like journaling helps you to make the discoveries and then to figure out what actions need to follow those discoveries. Because the discovery is like step one. Yes. Then the integrating is like the step two. Like yeah. how does this change how I navigate through life, how yeah. I make decisions, how right. where I live, how I live my lifestyle, my behaviors, my habits. That's like, that's the real part of just like, journaling is like step one. Yeah. And then the change that it brings you to is like the goal. That's like where you're trying to get to. You know, as an entrepreneur, I understand how much creating more wealth and abundance is important to you. And it's important to me too. After all, we don't need to be broke healers or broke entrepreneurs or call our amazing business a small business or a hobby, which is why I have just released the Abundance Power Duo. It is absolutely free right at my website, emilyarons.com. You can sign up today, get your Abundance Power Duo for free and start clearing the blocks that may be blocking you without you even realizing it. The best part of all is that these aren't just like two-minute little freebie junky meditations. These are actually meditations that I use myself personally and that are found inside of the Mastery and Ascension membership, which is a gated community. You have to pay to play. So the fact that I'm giving these away for free is kind of bonkers. And I want you to have the best results possible, which is why I'm giving you the best meditations to unlock abundance and get you into the flow so that you can serve at your highest level. Get the Abundance Power Duo today 
over at emilyarons.com. And don't be stingy. Tell all of your friends they should get it too. It's free for everybody, even if they're not a podcast listener like you are. But hopefully they will be because they're making good decisions. Grab your Abundance Power Duo right now over at emilyarons.com. Back to this episode. I'm hearing your words. I'm also like, this is, I have this meditation called Crystal Clear Success that it's literally a day in the life through your higher self lens. And, you know, if she's like waking up and doing some gentle yoga and going outside for a cup of tea and enjoying, you know, seeing the sunrise or watching birds and then going for a gentle walk or having a late breakfast or whatever she's doing in her day. It's almost as though she's giving you a checklist. Like, mm-hmm. here's all you have to do to look and feel like this. Right. And we have a choice whether we have this punch list of 20 items and we say yes to them or we say no to them. And more often we are in those habits of saying no to them because yeah. we're doing what we're habitually doing. We're subscribed to this system. Like there's nothing wrong with life. There's something wrong with our systems. Like we're all just not, I don't want to speak for anyone, but like I I see where like we have a way of doing things and like we have productivity tools and like checklists and like apps to manage your day so you can be efficient and get all this shit done in one day. And I'm just like, but why? Why would I want to do more stuff? Like, why do I like, like, why do we need to do more of the things that we don't need to do versus finding the right things, even if it's doing nothing to do? Like, I was just in Jamaica and my days looked like this. I would wake up, I would go outside, I'd pick some mint, I'd make some tea, and then the day would just flow. And I would maybe do some work and maybe create some content, but I was flowing. There was no like, I have to do that. And I know that like not everyone subscribes to slowness. But when I tell you, I just felt like nature just had a grip on me. And I was just the happiest just being. Like it was just like the most abundant feeling of just being. Nothing changed. I wasn't like, it wasn't about money or like my house or like any of that. It was just like, I just felt good. And I think like abundance is one of those things that like, is your birthright if you are subscribed to the right system. Like mm. I think abundance is just something like nothing has to change in your physical life. You just need to know and connect to like your natural flow and like your higher self and just let that guide you through. You know, it doesn't mean you're just going to be like all like flowing with the wind. Yeah, you're still going to have things to do. But the way that you do it, I think, is just kind of like that's where you really tap into what it means to be abundant. Yes. This is a conversation I literally had with one of my private coaching clients before we started recording, which was really around, you know, understanding that certain things are in your energy field from your higher self. It's like, this is my, my big ass life that I'm bringing in. Right. And maybe today it doesn't look like that, but how do we be that person today and not have to do so much to earn our, our Yeah. I think journaling is something that can help you strengthen that muscle of just Mm -hmm. kind of like allowing that to be the case. Mm -hmm. Like, what does this look like? Mm -hmm. Like allowing yourself to embrace like what you feel. Like if you were to write down, like I had a session, a journaling session, I was just like, I really want my day to feel like this specific way. I won't get into what it is. Like Mm -hmm. I want my day to feel like this specific thing and this is how I would do it. And this is what I want. And then I literally heard myself say, but you can literally do that right now. Like there is nothing in the way of you doing that right now. Right. Right. Like, you know, it's just kind of like, when you start writing things down, you kind of start to see how your emotions and your feelings and like, all of this, it, these external influences can affect how you make decisions. But when you put it down on paper, you're like, this is stupid. You could literally just not answer your phone or you could literally just not do that anymore. Right. Like and when you see that, you're like, oh, this, it's way easier than we make it. And I think right. same with manifesting. It's just like way easier than we make it. But we just create all of this stuff around it that just makes it seem harder or like we disconnect or we're disconnected from it. Mm. Well, I think 
let's bring that into the conversation because you mentioned around when you were in Jamaica, you felt abundant, you were in the flow, nature had a grip on you. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I know every time you go back, you're like, you you love I'm, that. I'm never coming back. Right. You're like, I'm gonna have a farm, we're gonna do. And I think I feel the same way in a lot of ways of like, it's a non-negotiable because the level that I serve at, the environment that I'm in, the foods that I eat, the people I'm around, just every part is all designed intentionally to help to keep me on this trajectory, to keep mm-hmm. my vibration high, to keep me in alignment because I feel my best. And I'm like, when I say, no, I don't want to do something. I mean, it. I don't say yes to everybody. I have such strong boundaries because just like you mentioned, like, I love myself and this is the way I want to feel and yeah. I don't do anything I don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we are opening up this conversation of being abundant, feeling abundant, living abundantly and bringing that in and manifesting these things, because obviously I work with entrepreneurs who are always like, we want more money. We want more impact. And I would love to sort of prompt you to bring people into your world a little bit around like, what are some nice journaling prompts that you could maybe suggest to help, to help people to come back into themselves and to connect with their abundance so that they can, um, you know, start to project that in the world and manifest the things that they're after. Okay. So I feel like this comes down to kind of like asking yourself the right questions, right? Like asking yourself Mm -hmm. questions around, like, if you want to feel more abundant then you need to understand like what that means. So I would explore like, what does abundance mean to me? And like really define that in like really explicit ways. For example, like instead of like, is it more money? Like, is it that you want more money or is it that you want more freedom to do what you want to do? Like for me, abundance looks like creativity. I want enough money, more than enough money so that I don't have to worry about my bills or I can do anything that I want at any time that I want and that I can create the way that I want to create. I want to have fun with my content. I want to have fun with my people. I want to do things just because that is what's abundant to me. And I can visualize that. And that makes me want to move towards it. That makes me want to fix my energy so that I can get to that place of like, am I enjoying my content right now? No. So am I connected to abundance? No. So how can I change? What do I need to change so that I can connect to that energy? So Mm. what does abundance look like to you? Really define that explicitly. Mm. And then ask yourself, like, am I connected to that energy? Do I feel in what I described? Do I feel that way? Why don't I feel that way? It's really just about like paying attention to how you feel. Mm. And I, so I think the questions that you ask yourself have to always come from how am I feeling right now? And then I think abundance is also kind of like, kind of like doing like an audit. I would do like an audit, like manifesting and manifesting in terms of bringing more of anything that you want into your life. Right. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't feel hard. Right. And so I, I feel like you, you should kind of ask yourself, like, does this feel hard right now? Mm-hmm. And if it, it feels hard, then you're doing something wrong. And then if you're doing something wrong, then you can navigate like, well, why does it feel hard? What thoughts am I holding? What thoughts do I need to let go of? I think gratitude is like a good one to like throw in there to just kind of like shift your perspective and like open up your receptivity where you kind of like, what's going right? What can I celebrate? And really like make, you can make lists of like everything that's going right in your life. You want to like maybe make a list of like 30 things because like one to 10 will be easy when you get 11 to like 30 is going to be really hard. And then you're going to like have to start searching. You want to get to the place where you start searching for things. Like when you get into the habit of like searching for things that are going right or what's going right for other people and show yourself like abundance is all around you. And then you can like, just, you want to like open up those things. And another one is like visualizing that I like to do. I'll sit and I'll, I'll do this first thing in the morning and I'll like put my heart, my hand on my, so I can, I touch myself. Like I'll typically put my hand on my chest so I can feel myself touching myself, <laughs> touching myself. And then, and then <laughs> do that too. Um, and then I'll, um, I just say I'm here and I'll visualize like whatever I describe my abundance to be. I'll just visualize myself being there and I'll just say I'm here, not there, here, where you mm-hmm. make a 
were like, you're already here. Mm. It's not something I have to get to. It's not something I have to earn. Nothing has to change. I just have to be here. And that, when I tell you, if you can just like work through that, then you will just literally just start to see things from a different perspective. Um, but if you listen to all of that and it just sounds completely overwhelming to you, then like it's okay if you, this took me time to have this awareness, to know how to ask myself these things. Mm. And that's why I created the club. So like, if you feel like, oh, this is overwhelming, I would never know how to like ask myself that. Then that's why that that's what the club is for. Or <laughs> if you have a conversation first. And so like, it will help spark like, huh, I never like thought about like talking to myself that way. Mm. Um, another thing that you can do, this isn't necessarily journaling, but like just start talk, talking to yourself yeah. in the shower, in the car, just like really start practicing having conversations with yourself. Cause like, if you, it's kind of like, if you go on, like, just think about going on a date. If you go on a date and you're trying to get to know your, the person you're dating, you have to start asking them questions to know if like you and them are compatible and like what you have mm-hmm. to actually go on the date to have mm-hmm. these conversations. And so like, you want to, whether it's journaling or writing it down or like talking to yourself, you want to like go on a date. You want to like, like create that connection. Mm. And so the more you do that, like the first date, you might be shy and you might not really like want to like ask all the things. And then maybe like the 10th date, you're just like way more like, well, what do you think? And you get to the harder topics and like you, you, you stick out for like what you really value and you express yourself more confidently and like you stop eating like you're like you know you stop being conscious of like how you eat and like you you know like you let your guard down a little bit and so that's kind of like what journaling is it's like the more dates you go on with yourself the more comfy you get the more deeper you get the more bold you get and then you kind of like start knowing the other person you know like well when I ask you questions this way you like kind of like clam up so like let me try another way because the thing about yourself is like if you're not communicating with yourself in the right way, you can start creating like doubt and fear and like you can like you can turn your emotions negative or your feelings mm. negative or your energy negative. So you kind of want to like figure out like what is my best way of communicating with myself? So you're mm. learning yourself. Mm. So I would just say like if you just start. I wanted to take a moment to invite you to take a breath, not just any breath, but putting your hands over your heart and opening up to gratitude just for a moment. Doesn't that feel better? And I know that you're like me. You're wanting to open up more abundance, more intuition, and certainly a deeper connection with your higher self so that you don't have to get stuck in indecision and worrying about, What is the best next step for you? And for me, one of the best ways that I do that is through journaling. But the difficult part with journaling is sometimes I don't really have the best journaling prompts. I don't know exactly what I want to say. And sometimes it's just a free writing. But what I've learned is that when I'm very intentional with what I want to create, magic unfolds. That's where I learned about the Journaling Club. The Journaling Club is a guided journaling membership that curates for you deep, exhilarating, and connected journaling exercises that help you unlock more happiness, more positivity, and that deeper connection to your higher self. You can learn more about the Journaling Club with journaling rituals by joining at thejournalingclub.com. So just as an example, we just took a moment to be grateful. What's something that you're grateful to have experienced that you never want to forget? This is just one example of the journaling prompts that you get inside the journaling club. Again, head over to thejournalingclub.com to join this membership today. Also, I love the analogy similar to dating somebody because it's so easy for us to envision like wrap our head around you know when you're across from somebody and you're getting to know them Mm -hmm. and also what you just brought in around doubt and fear and I feel a lot of times if you're not putting pen to paper you're getting stuck in this cyclical negative self-talk loops and we might find in doing these exercises that when you start to journal you're like I don't know if I like that version of myself Yeah. Yeah. And then 
instead of it being like this elusive thing, like I just hate my life and I'm going to, you know, like yeah, seeing it. There's something about, I'm telling you, there's something about seeing it, but it's also something about seeing it in your handwriting. Yeah. Like, like I've, I burned, I have burned one of my journals. It was a time in my life when it was not the best time in my life. And I yeah. read through that shit and I was like, fuck this. Like I burned it. And I'm like, yes. no one will ever, like, this is not who I am. That is not, I never want proof that that's how I <laughs> used to be. And I got rid of it. Yeah. She's dead to me. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, buried, like burned. Like, yes. so <laughs> I you- did that not that long ago. My friends were like, I can't believe you burned your journal. I'm like, no, she's. She's got to be gone. No, I burned it. And like, there's times I'm like, I've torn pages out and like flushed them down the toilet. I'm like, this is like, mm -mm, that's not, I never, ever, but seeing it is like, gives you this wake up call. And like, Mm. when you go back through your journals and like, you see something and sometimes when you get, sometimes like you're in your higher self is so quiet and subtle. And sometimes it's, it's like a whisper. And like, if you just start writing down those whispers, of like you know and sometimes it's like I wish I just like I wish I could just do like something really simple and then when you look back you realize like oh my god that's that's all I wanted to do you when like you come to it you're like that's all I want to do like that's the thing that's been missing for me or that's the change that I've been asking for sometimes it's right in front of your face but thinking it there's no archive when when you think things but when you write them down you can go back to them and that's just like you can't good or bad yes. you want to see what it is that you want or you need to work through or who you are and how you talk to yourself and it will literally like no joke like change the way you navigate life as yourself oh yeah and I I think also you're no longer the victim of your life right, right. you know yeah. you could stay that place you could just keep journaling some mean ass shit about yourself and your life yeah what and you yeah, you can give yourself that tough love. You can be like, look, you created this. Like mm-hmm. you contributed to everything you're complaining about. So you can either keep complaining or you can do like, I've talked to myself that way. And I'm just like, you, no one did this to you. You facilitated this. So you either like complain and bitch about it or like, I'll give myself that toughness. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, mm, you just have to change. Yeah. So yeah. it was good. As I said, like, no matter, it's not just like some fluffy, like, oh, everything is good. Like, no, sometimes things aren't good. And sometimes you need to call yourself out, but with love. Yeah. And, and with a tone that is just kind of like, you have to, you have to be responsible for yourself mm-hmm. and you are responsible for yourself. And so when you're not taking responsibility, you're leaving your life up to external forces. And then so you might get things that you don't like. Sometimes it will work out for you, but you will never, you're not in control or you're not in the driver's seat. And that is scary. This is your life. Like my husband is very successful. And one of the things that I used to struggle with was I was just like, how do I know? How do I know that the good in my life I, how do I know I was the one that manifested the good stuff in my life? I'm like, well, I want to give myself proof that I can manifest things and that good things can happen to me. And so like, that's kind of like, not the only reason why, but my career is so important for me because like when good things happen, I'm like, yeah, this is my shit. Like this, I did this. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, like I want to like give myself, I want to make sure that like I am participating in my mm. life and like what's happening in my life. Mm. And with myself and like I am connected to how I want that to feel mm. and like I technically I manifested my husband so like all the good things that happened to him are like what I manifested but then they're direct things that I want to have control of I want to have control over certain things in my life and I think it's important to know what those things are mm. and to, to be connected and be responsible for those things yes. you know so mm-hmm. It's just journaling to me is just the tool that helps me to manage what my inner experience is so that my exterior experience can like look the way I want it to look with any love relationships, career, like no matter what it is, that's my tool for managing that. I love that. And you mentioned the law of correspondence and I'd never heard that, but that's exactly what feng shui 
they say, you know, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And so I am on my husband about this all the time because he has one of those trucks that you have to move the stuff to get in to the passenger seat. And I'm like, how do you, are you okay? Like, I I honestly, and he has like a pile. And I I said, you know, your pile is, is now reaching from its one shelf to the next shelf. It's like that TLC show, the hoarding show that they have. <laughs> like, not, I'm not talking about your husband right now. Not that your husband is a hoarder. <laughs> what I'm saying is that in the show, it's never about the stuff. It's about like the psychological, like, why are you holding on? It's always some psychological thing that's going on with this person why they're like holding on to all of this shit right like I'm a person who like I don't I don't keep things under my bed I don't have like storage stuff like there's nothing like what you see in my house is all that I have there's no (laughs) snow boxes of anything anywhere there's no compartments there's no like you know and I feel like for me, I just clean this. Min- I like a lot of space. I'm a minimalist because I like to feel calm and like I like my environment to feel clear. And whenever it's cluttered or I start piling shit on, like I have a, a little like dresser area where I, you know, when like your clothes aren't like dirty, but they're not necessarily clean either. So you don't like want to put them in a dirty clothes basket. So you just right. like put them on a pile. Like uh, yeah. whenever I start doing that, that's when I realize like I'm neglecting something. I'm like avoiding dealing whenever I start getting messy because I'm not messy I realize like you need to go sit down and like figure out what's going on inside what are you avoiding what why are you just like throwing things down and like leaving it there why are you not paying attention why are you being like more thoughtful because like details I'm a detailed person (laughs) so so like it's things like that where you're just like huh, something is going on inside. I need to go figure out what that is. Like, that's how much awareness I've cultivated with myself. Like, if I go to bed and I leave the dishes in the sink, there's something going on. Because that shit drives me crazy. Waking up to dirty, like a dirty kitchen, if you want to see me lose my shit, like, do that. Like, come to my house and leave something, like... I kind of do want to do that just because (laughs) you're so calm all the time. Like... I I will go off on you. Like I will lose my shit over like, so like things like even just small things like that, Mm -hmm. you can literally look at your environment and like things that you're doing and like, hmm, something's going on. Mm -hmm. And you can get to that place. Like I'm telling you, like you have so much self-control and I don't know. I just feel like all that, like you're left with this yourself. Like you literally are going through life as yourself. Mm. no matter where you are what you're doing how much money you have how little money you have how much work you have to do like you're all you're doing it all as yourself and you're feeling that like I don't want to feel bad Mm. so it's kind of like I have to do that work Mm. to make sure at least even if I don't have enough money even if I don't have the love that I want even if I don't I'm not satisfied with my career I don't like this job at least I feel good within myself Mm. and then I kind of think like then that kind of won't happen because if you can get to feeling good within yourself you are going to make different choices you are not going to be in a job that doesn't feel good because if only success or satisfaction can come from you when you feel good inside Mm. like you will not it's like impossible to accept situations. It, I'm not saying that you're not going to have discomfort while you're working towards what you know you deserve, mm. but you're not going to tolerate shit. You're not going to stay in situations that don't serve you. No. Like right now, I building the adrenaline club, like I've had to put in, like I have two kids, they go to school, my mornings are theirs. And I have to work at night. It's uncomfy. I want to just go to bed and watch TV. But I just know I cannot just sit back and like wait for some shit to happen. I have to work for it. And working for it does not feel good. So not not to say like, oh, you're going to feel good and everything is going to be okay. I know you're going to have some, it's going to be uncomfortable. But I like it because I'm like, this is like just yesterday. I was like, this is like what I want to do. This is worth it to me. And like Stephen, my husband, he was just like, She's like, bitch, he's like, you're complaining. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm not complaining. It sucks. It sucks. 
but it sucks, but this is what I want to sell. Like, right. This is what this is, you know, like this fucking right. sucks. Like I, there's no sugar coating it. Like I don't care. Like if this is what I want to do, it sucks. Yeah. Like I have a trainer, like working out sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's just like not to say that you're going to have this awareness that it's just gonna be like, oh yay, I'm happy. Like, no, it's just what is is that the problem you want to have, you know? Right. Right. Absolutely. That's it. I have the problems that I want to have. Yes. I have the problems I want to have. Yes, exactly. Because (laughs) you're doing it in alignment and yes, yes, the workout sucks, but you know, from how you want to feel and that's like, you got to do it. Yeah. Versus just me sitting on my couch complaining that I'm fat. No (laughs) offense to anyone. (laughs) Body shaming. I feel fat. And that's if I feel, I don't want to feel that way. I, I don't want to feel like I'm not healthy and I'm not expressing my wellness and I want to be active. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do something about it. So it's either I have the pain of not looking and feeling how I want to feel, or I have the pain of working through feeling fat. And it's just like working through feeling like that. Yeah. And, and I don't like, you know, like I'm gentle with myself, but I'm also like, no, this is not how you want to look. Hmm. And so you just do the work. And and that's what the thing is, like, it's having the awareness of knowing what work you want or need to do. Hmm. And and yeah, Hmm. like all in my journals last year, I was just like, you need to work out, you need to work out, you need to work out. And this year, I was just like, okay, I'm not going to work out by myself. So let me get somebody who will show up to my house where I won't have a choice. And then just take the choice out of my hands. Yeah. And help me make that choice. Because like I had every intention of doing it. I wasn't doing it. So now my trainer comes, rings my doorbell. And what am I going to do? Hide. <laughs> and now she knows where I live. So I literally, I don't even, I took the responsibility away from myself. Mm. where I had to like get in the car to go to the gym. Mm. I just took it away because I know myself. I know I'm yeah. not going to go. I know I'm going to create some excuse. Like, oh, I'm tired or my head is hurting. Whether my head is hurting or I'm tired or I don't feel good, she shows up. Yes. So I, just take the cho- <laughs> I take the choice out of my hands because I saw, like literally in my journal every day. Right. I want to, I need to work out. I don't like the way I look. Like, I it just, I feel fat. Like, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel sexy. I don't feel like literally on paper. Yeah. And that, so, that's where the cataloging and that's where the dates you can yes. look back. I also, look, you can see like post-dated, you know. Yes. When you see, when, when you see you're writing about the same thing for an entire year, that feels sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does. I mean, I'm laughing, but it does. It does feel sad. You're like, it's you so know. sad. Like, even, I, like, even like, and and that's the thing. It can be small things because I was like also being like, you need to take your vitamins because I have anemia and I need to take iron. And I was just like so like lethargic, but because I was low on iron, I'm like, bitch, take your fucking vitamins. Right. <laughs> it's just like, okay. And I literally made a whole, you know me, like a whole cute little setup with my. My vitamins. vitamins. I have sent that to people. I was like, she's going to kill me because I have this like honky old lady. Yeah. No. So yeah. So like even just things like that. So like it can help you make small little changes or big changes. It doesn't matter what it is, just how I want to feel. Like, no, I just, I'm not beating myself up about anything or dissatisfied with myself because at least now I know like I am doing what my higher self is requiring of me yeah. like literally I'm like I had a moment I'm like oh my god I'm like actually doing all the things that I've been asking myself to do like I'm actually taking action on and like it just feels like I'm not where I want to be but I'm working on it and that feels so good you know yeah like that just feel I'm just happy I'm just like I'm a like I just like the best word is abundant like, I just feel good like I just yeah. feel like all right like cool yeah. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't want to wake up. I'm tired. But I'm like, no, I do. I'm like, yeah, I'm like doing what I want to do. And it just elevates the way I feel and my life feels. And and yeah, and my journal is literally right here. Like it's Can you like, show us? Because I want I want to I want you to show people how beautiful your journals are oh, because yeah. they truly are. And okay. So there's six of them. And this is what they look like. They're all linen. And so they're like, they look really luxurious and they feel really good. 
they're blank and dotted on the inside. And I did them this way because journaling to me, it should feel free and you should be able to like, just like if something comes to you, you should be able to write that down. If you want to follow a question, if you want to draw, if you want to like, I'll like glue things in my journal, like scrapbook or vision board. Or like if there's like an outfit that I want to recreate or like a watch or something that I want, I'll put it there and I'll like just, you know, like do like a little mini vision board. So I designed them that way, but also like every time I see it, I feel like, ooh, I can't wait to just like sit with it, like an experience. And yeah. I think that's like another thing for me that's important is that journaling should feel like something you look forward to and it should be something that's like a part of your lifestyle. And I believe that if you're going to do something all the time, you should at least enjoy it and it should be beautiful and you should look forward to it. And so that was the inspiration for the journals. So yay. Oh, I love them. It's like, getting cozy with your favorite blanket yeah. at your best journal and you feel yeah. good. You actually my my friend Jody is an artist and she mm-hmm. has a journal that's all blank pages and she also, you know, sticks things to it. She paints right in it. She'll like, you know, we get yeah. stuff out and then she'll paint over, but she has it for artists and the paper is this heavy, almost like yeah. linen. This oh. this this paper is like it's almost it's like in between regular writing paper and like craft paper so it's like a little thicker yeah and so it doesn't bleed through you still write you still have like a very soft seamless writing experience but you can use it for anything else I've tried like the prompt journals and like line journals and I feel restricted and I feel like you never have enough space I never really want to do the questions you're asking me. I want to pick the ones that I want to do. And that's like kind of like what I like about the journaling club is like you still get to guide yourself. Like I only want you to do the prompts that stand out to you or like that you feel good doing. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's also like a key to journaling. Like you want to be in the right headspace to kind of like let yourself tell you what you need to work on mm-hmm. and you, how you do that is just like, what are you drawn to? What stood out to you? What do you want to talk about today? Mm. Um, and like having them blank is like the easiest way to navigate that versus like just being structured and like you have to do this thing, you know yeah so, yeah yeah it's funny I've had people ask me for journaling prompts for years and I feel like it's a very personal thing as well in my membership I do usually give a couple journaling prompts that have to do with with the topic yeah with the healing that we're mm-hmm. doing so like there's a little bit of structure for people who like that But I think to what you said at the beginning around like why meditation for you is not really it because you like to have the tangible documented evidence of what was being processed. I think that people can sort of combine them too. If you're using your meditation practice and you're getting regular healing, you're getting it onto paper and it's also that next step of that therapeutic. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I do that, like I will sit and I will meditate and then get myself in the headspace and I'll connect to myself and I'll clear my thoughts and I'll watch them and, I, and I'll and i literally be like, I notice that this thought keeps coming up or I'll just be like, I notice that every time I think about and I chase down my fears, like I chase down like the things that I get stuck on then then they'll come for me. So I always try to go for them. So like I notice that like every time like I think about doing something, I feel like, oh, where am I going to get the money to do it? Like that, as an example, and like that's mm-hmm. like a limiting thought. That's lack. That's scarcity. That's you not trusting that you will always be provided for. So you need to make sure every time that thought comes, you hold that thought and you work. You respond to it because mm-hmm. like meditation tells you like you are not your thoughts and like let them pass. But like no, 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 you are not passing because you are always coming up. And I notice that my energy changes when I, when I'm around you yeah. and I do that until I'm not afraid of it anymore. And then get resolved. I'm like, no, I'm good. I got this. Like, you know, so like you can use journaling with any other modality. You can use it with your tarot, with your Oracle cards. You can use it with, if you read your horoscope and it made you feel something like write down what you feel with meditation. Like, what did you, how did you feel? I felt so did it. Like I noticed this thought or I really want to get better at, xyz and so like you it's like the next step of like documenting that you know that work that you're doing with yourself I love it so for people who are wanting to take that next step to join the journaling club or to get their hands on some of those gorgeous journals you just showed us how can people how can people do all those things yeah, so the website is thejournalingclub.com. You'll be able to join the club and or shop the journals. 
And once you join, you'll just be able to have access to, you know, the community where you can get guided prompts, you'll get weekly, weekly prompts. Um, we explore mindfulness themes like gratitude, manifesting, understanding yourself. And you can get guided journaling exercises, but in a way where you are still in control of guiding yourself or like what you want to do. Mm. So, yeah. Wonderful. And they can follow you on Instagram at the journal. Yeah, as well. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. And I know you've been building up that page already. I love all your yes. journals. They're so beautiful. And obviously some of them that were filmed in Jamaica. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, that's the, the source. That's my source. That's like my foundation. And I just wanted to make sure that it's connected to that and that I don't neglect, you know, my roots. So, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom and your light and these wonderful prompts. And I think what I'm going to do is put together some of these prompts in an easy PDF for people mm-hmm. who are listening to the podcast next month or, in, or it's going to come out in early June okay. um, so that they can have these prompts for them oh. as well as the resources of how to find you and how to get the journaling club. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for being here, everybody. Make sure you follow Sandra at the Journaling Club. And thank you for being with us live. We said a lot of people who are here and very engaged. So that's really, yeah. really fun. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> this is good. This felt this good. So yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so happy we finally did something together. I know. Me too. All right, y'all. Thank you. All right. <laughs>